0: Hello, you're listening to The Threads Podcast by Pop Heart Productions.
1: In this episode, Chelsea speaks to Rich Foyster.
0: Hello and welcome to The Threads Podcast. My name is Chelsea and throughout this series I will be interviewing people about their clothes. We will be talking all things personal style, what makes us tick in terms of our outfit choices and how perhaps we can get way more joy out of what we're wearing. I hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome to The Threads Podcast. I hope everyone is doing okay. So today I'm sat in my kitchen with my partner, Richard Foyster.
1: Hi, you can call me Rich. We've known each other long (laughs) enough for you to call me Rich now.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna call you Rich. Um, So I'll start how I always start with this first question. How would you describe your style?
1: So I would describe my style as a kind of hybrid of uh, American sportswear with a little bit of like rock music ephemera thrown in yeah yeah
0: like what do you mean like band t-shirts so
1: like band t-shirts skinny jeans uh yeah stuff like that really I've kind of kind of still holding on at the age of 37 onto a lot of my kind of emo roots from when I was a a younger child
0: and you have quite a few um like t-shirts with like kind of American sports teams on and stuff
1: yeah I have a lot of just yeah sportswear in general because I'm really into sort of American sports as well as British sports uh, predominantly basketball um, but like I've been to see baseball before and, and stuff like that I do find it interesting
0: and you love a, a loud shoe I,
1: I love a sneaker I love a loud sneaker or a loud trainer or or whatever yeah I've got um, got a pair of uh, Nike Air Force One high tops which I, I really like so uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, they're really cool.
1: They're cool. They're like orange and blue, which is of my favourite team, the New York Knicks. Shout out to <laughs> Knicks fans that might be listening to a fashion podcast.
0: So like you just touched upon, um, you're kind of inspired by that like vintage American sportswear look quite a bit, aren't you?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm just, I, I, I think I'd just say I'm kind of influenced and I kind of magpie quite a lot from different american trends because i've always been kind of throughout my childhood really into sort of american culture so um predominantly like your sportswear but also um a lot of the bands that i like are, are american um so kind of filters through in what i wear i think we all kind of we all have the people that we kind of Look up to when we're we're younger, or kind of people that we kind of idolise in a certain way, and we look at what they wear and you go, well, that's interesting, or the things that they're inter- interested in culturally, and you kind of sort of then do a deep dive into that stuff. So yeah, a lot of the sportswear stuff came from you know being a kid and and sort of being really into um, to basketball, but then also you kind of get into bands, but then bands obviously support sports teams as well, so you find out stuff. From that and then you go to gigs and you see what they wear and yeah so it all kind of get inspiration from lots of or I get inspiration from lots of different places
0: yeah and I think it's that really cool thing like when you find a musician or a band that you really enjoy that that can be like a whole new area opening up like I was using example for me like learning about and loving David Bowie and then finding out about Lou Reed and Iggy Pop and mm. like all that era of like dress and music and And poetry and all that stuff. Is there a band in particular that's like really done that for you?
1: Um, I mean, not not one that I would kind of say I looked at a lead singer and went like, right, I want to steal the ensemble Mm. or anything like that. It was just lots of different sort of gigs, seeing different things that they were wearing, or sort of looking at like interviews in magazines, like when I was reading like alternative press or um, Big Cheese, which was like the two big magazines, I think Alternative Press is still going but Big Cheese was like the British version of it Um, and just seeing like what they were wearing in the sort of Mm. photo shoots that they had and you know things like that going like oh they're wearing skinny jeans or oh they're doing you know double denims now in or like whatever I mean double denims never been in I mean it's always in
0: (laughs) (laughs) what's that genre of music that's similar to emo that you like to listen to Um, now it's
1: kind of more of a a sub category of emo but yes um, so I'm really into post hardcore that's like the The sort of genre that kind of, I'm really into, yeah. Which is kind of a a a part of. I mean, when people just you know see kids in the street and they go, oh, you're emo. That can kind of be quite a pigeonhole. Yeah, it's kind of pigeonholes people to liking one type of thing, and there's loads of different types of music that exist within that.
0: Would you say there's less of a like a like aesthetic that's particular to post hardcore? Because with emo, we all think about like the fringes and you know you think about early 2000s emo and you think about the studded belts that's kind of that was kind of a little bit inspired by like the look of like punk pop um but with post-hardcore it's a little bit different i
1: mean i guess post post post-hardcore is a little bit more mature in terms of how they they dress i mean it tends to be more yeah you get the skinny jeans but it's not uh kind of like uh, black Veil Brides where they wear like really really ridiculously tight jeans and have like the the insanely um, sort of sculpted hair which kind of like goes really high but <laughs> then swoops across the face and you know and all the sort it's very of very 80s
0: that makes me think like Flock of Seagulls yeah I mean it's <laughs> it's, it's
1: kind of a combination of I guess flock of seagulls and then you're also throwing in stuff like The Cure as well, yeah, that, that aesthetic like goth reference. and then goth references as well so that's what they're doing I mean with post hardcore it tends to be more um, yeah a lot of t-shirts, a lot of like denim jackets, a lot of uh, black skinny jeans but not like ridiculously skinny just normal skinny jeans and then you know standard sort of trainers that you see most people wear like Vans or Converse or you know, whatever. So mm-hmm. that's all the stuff that kind of I I really I really enjoy and have sort of grown up wearing really. And then, on top of that, like when I was younger, I was kind of I was kind of into pop punk. I still am um, some bands, but and again, there's the whole skateboarding influence that yeah. kind of impacted on on that genre of music. So that also comes into to my outfits and my wardrobe a bit as well
0: do you think because I mean our style like changes and morphs all the time and like different things going on in our lives so it changes what we wear how do you think you found the style that you kind of have now
1: well I mean I, I think one of the things that's really kind of uh changed um in terms of how I dress or um is is, is kind of your influence I guess to a to a degree <laughs> as a as a loving human being it's not that kind of it's not thing. like I'm dressing you. <laughs> no. I mean, sometimes you, you have to help me put my socks on in the morning. But I mean, other than that, no, <laughs> no. I mean, all I mean is is that, you know, occasionally understanding a little bit more about where other elements of clothing come from mm. and understanding a little bit more about my body shape being sort of quite a tall, skinny person. Um, you know, like the types of clothings, clothing that sort of best works with my physique
0: mm. really
1: and, and and there are things like that which I I guess I, I never really um when I was looking at things as, when I was younger I never really kind of went oh you know yeah that works because I can see what they're doing with the the way that the the leg of that tri- gene is cut or whatever mm. and that works for me it was more just I quite like that and I'll try and see if that works yeah it was more trial and error with things because there are plenty of things which have long been discarded that I kind of <laughs> brought and spent a lot of money on that just you know didn't look right or didn't like fit what? I'm really trying to think of a, of a of an example now but I think like there were certain I, I bought a lot of really really baggy jeans when I was when I was younger like sort of almost metal type jeans mm. and I kind of tried those on and and when you kind of wear them as a as a taller person like it kind of looks weird because you're think cause already you're, well,
0: tall i mean i think because you're like you have really long limbs like your arms and your legs and even yes. like your upper body's long i am and, gangly well i would <laughs> describe it as like model like but you know well, not like my little squat body that's all short but um yeah like it's interesting to hear y- you don't hear men talk about that a lot like what suits their body shape and obviously Um, like we're all really different shapes and sizes which is wonderful
1: no i mean i do i do i mean obviously we have uh friends who are far more knowledgeable about clothing and not the new necessarily but the me so men (laughs) comparative to my knowledge of clothing Mm. who are a lot more knowledgeable um we've talked about this before obviously our our friend bob who you spoke to in a in a previous podcast uh, like he has a lot more of a, an understanding of these things, and therefore he
0: has a real passion for it. He has as well, a real passion
1: for it, yeah. And I think there are guys that that do have that. And so I'm not trying to say guys in general, but I think on the whole, I think for, for for a lot of guys that I know, they just tend to throw something on a lot of the times, mm. so and it's just you know what what makes them comfortable, and yeah, um, you know what, yeah, they don't they maybe put a little less consideration into it sometimes.
0: I think as well it's interesting the interviews that I've done for this podcast during lockdown, especially like practicality and comfort has come into the conversation a lot more than previous chats that I've had with people. Um and I think you know, I think every lockdown thing we've gone back to like wearing trackies or not being able to dress up and all those things. <laughs> but often menswear is a lot more focused on comfort and practicality, isn't it?
1: I mean the other thing I was thinking about when you were saying that was um, the emergence of Dickies when I was younger, as like a, oh, I a love fashion that brand. Yeah, I and love a Dickies boiler suit and the
0: trousers, like exactly. the chinoy oh, so ones. Yeah,
1: so nice. But like how that was originally made, not for Skate. aesthetic. Yeah. It was made for.
0: It I, was I work as worker. an electrician. Yeah. I
1: work as a, a builder. This is something that is really durable rugged clothing. and durable. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah totally. So. I mean, there's so many american classics that are from work where, where like mm. you say about dickies i mean levi's and denim course, yeah. that comes from that and i mean yeah. same with trainers like converse yeah. or you know those things were made
1: yeah like chuck taylor's and yeah a baseball shoe and mm. all that that kind of stuff which you know obviously is sports but you know it's still it's still a job isn't it it's still something that's vocational and then yeah. it's taken into into the fashion world
0: have you got an item that's been in your wardrobe the longest
1: the longest you've
0: got that black and I white think... studded belt that i've never seen, <laughs> seen you put on i haven't
1: put it on <laughs> for a long long time it's
0: very emo
1: way yeah yeah all right i may need to get rid of that <laughs> I, the thing i've got the thing i've got in, uh, it, it's not so much the wardrobe but we in our kind of chest of drawers um i have um a t-shirt like i brought from america when i was 17 so it's got to be like edging towards 20 years old uh, it's alright I've already said I'm 37 so I'm not aging myself here um, yeah but it was a Freak of the Loom t-shirt so it's like really good quality cotton and it's just survived the test of time And what's
0: it got on the
1: front um, so it's a band that have long since uh, perished perished yeah they lasted quite a while actually but they have long since perished probably about 15 yeah probably about 15 years ago they um, were called alistair um
0: it's a cute t-shirt yeah and you you have a few kind of t-shirts that are faves that you always go back to some of them are band ones talk me through your favorite couple
1: my favorite couple okay it does change but i mean i I, I the thing i like about you know band t-shirts as well is it kind of takes you back to a a, a moment in time as mm. well and it's a nice memory so yeah, I've got a, a few T-shirts from gigs. One of them that I really like is um, a band called Dance Gavin Dance, which is like the black T-shirt that you've seen me wear, which has got like the the, the rain cloud, I think it is, mm. and then just, which is, and then... It's
0: got uh, quite a graphic cityscape. Quite a graphic really cityscape,
1: and it's kind of like pink, yellow, it's like bright yellow, baby pink, and like a light blue, and it just, it just like really pops on a black background, so I really like that. Um, I've got a like burgundy... Uh, t-shirt from my thinking gig from Silverstein gig I went to when I was uh, like four or five years ago which I went to uh, with one of my friends um, which I really really like just like that, it's just typical Americana kind of logo mm. um, but it's, it's cool and I really like it it's um, almost
0: got a nautical feel to it
1: yes yes really it has cute. almost got a nautical feel to it yeah there's just like the,
0: the logo on it it's really yeah. cute it's funny that you say about um, clothes like that being able to take you back to a nice memory and mm. that's something that a band t-shirt encapsulates perfectly doesn't it if, mm. if you bought it at the gig mm. but i mean for me like lots of different clothes do that for me i can remember where i bought it in the nice day i had or whatever yeah. like going to charity shops with my mom or or whatever you know and that's something that can I mean be it doesn't so take lovely. you back
1: to like a nice memory of viewing like urban outfitters or Something like that. Yeah, occasionally. Way, or... I mean, I have
0: very few things that I buy new, as you know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's it's interesting how clothes can really prompt that memory and become mm-hmm. like sentimental. Their sentimental value can can it.
1: Yeah, and no, I I think I'm just quite a sentimental person with all the things that I own. Really, whether you know whether it's clothes or 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 whatever. But uh, you know, cl- you know, I think there's a real importance have that connection with the things that you wear because you know they are. Um, a big part of you know your image and your
0: identity. history and mm. identity that was mm. what i was looking
1: for thank you yeah identity
0: at the moment you've got on a i'm not gonna say your slippers we're in the home we're fine um <laughs> it's because you looked at them like don't say slippers <laughs> yes i'm in slippers um well you've been working at home all day oh, yeah, it's fine. and well what i was gonna say was you've got on what i would describe and you call it to a granddad jumper
1: Yep, yeah. uh, rocking, rocking, rocking a 1980s granddad jumper from M&S, yeah, um, and a pair of black jeans and socks and yes slippers, um, but <laughs> Wait, the jumper specifically, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, kind of very lucky, it's kind of hand-me-down uh, from your sister who had it and loved it and then which is always that's the other thing that's really nice is sometimes getting things from other people and like obviously they things that they've enjoyed Mm. for a time and you know then you get given it and you get to get some enjoyment out of it as well and I think that's a that's a really lovely thing but yeah so it's just sort of I guess a, a a cable knit sort of jumper which has got like it's blue and it's got like burgundy patterning and green patterning and red patterning and blue patterning and yeah it's kind of like it would be all the colors it's almost
0: a bit like 80s ski jumper a little bit yeah but you like you seem to have a few bits and bobs that are like almost that kind of like geek chic thing almost
1: yeah and i do quite like the kind of elements of that kind of nordic kind of woolen patterning that you kind of get sometimes and
0: um if you're an accessory what accessory would you be
1: um i would say a belt um, be, no one's ever said that before i like that because uh i offer people a lot of spots.
0: <laughs> god that sounds conceited
1: <laughs> i'm joking uh, no i'd say belt because i i love belts and I, I really love a good belt and i really think a belt can totally make an outfit you know everything you can have loads of really nice things but mm. like a, a really good belt just makes a pair of jeans look way better than than you know without you know mm. when you people wear you see people wearing jeans without a belt and you're kind of like oh I could just you have the right belt that would like really make the outfit yeah
0: i, I see feel. i'm not a belt person at mm. all they don't do it for me but i know you love a good belt
1: well, i love accessories though in general like you know handbags no i don't <laughs> um but well, like, i was about to say yeah. that
0: i mean for women obviously there is <laughs> you're making a noise so it's interesting i think Going back to what you're saying about like loving belts with accessories, mm. there's so many options for women in terms of accessories, jewelry, hair accessories, I don't know, handbags, you know, all those things. But for for men, that's a lot more limiting. You're not really encouraged to have like any joy in accessories. But you're a big sock person as well, aren't
1: you? I, I love socks, yes. But I mean, and and yeah, I can uh, I can go into a bit more detail on that. But I, I mean, accessories in general. I just think you know, I, I'm always one of those. I, I've always been one of those people that you know yeah I like having colourful and bright t-shirts and I like having really nice kind of crazy pattern jumpers and I like all of those things as well but equally I think there's something really um sophisticated and classy about you know wearing a sort of quite a plain t-shirt quite a pair plain, plain pair of like jeans or trousers or chinos or cords or whatever and then just offsetting that with a really nice pair of shoes a really nice belt and like you know those kinds of accessories because I think they can really make them pop um but yes, I am massively into socks. Um, Where
0: do you think your love of socks came from?
1: I just love... They're comfy. People always think I'm mad when I say this, but I've always said, were I to ever find myself in the position of winning lots of money through, like, the lottery or something like that, I've always said that, like, I would love to have a new pair of socks, like, to put on every single day. I mean,
0: that would be so terribly wasteful and awful. But... <laughs> yeah,
1: but this is a ridiculous kind of fan- <laughs> fantasy idea, but, like, when you put on a new pair of socks they're just so much more comfortable than when you are wearing a pair of socks that you've worn like five or six times like months and they start to get really threadbare and you get holes in them and stuff like that a new pair of socks genuinely feels comfortable whereas I feel months down the line mm. they're, they're kind of more limited in their function
0: <laughs> each of their own mm. I, I love a favourite pair of socks that I've worn loads it's like the equivalent of period pants I like that I'm like I know where I am with this pair of socks I don't have to worry about them mm. <laughs> oh dear we've mentioned emo music and um sportswear as kind of style inspirations do you have like one kind of style inspiration in particular like one person not not at the moment
1: not not at the moment Mm. um I I think there are people that I that 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 really inspire me and I, I kind of find myself now rather than celebrities or things like that I tend to sort of take more inspiration from what i see people wear in the street and mm. like street fashion so i just kind of look at what i what i see around me and mm. i kind of go and that can sometimes be the aforementioned bob like or brian's such a great place to... for people watching oh, and, and it amazing.
0: is a very like eclectic city in terms of style i think yeah
1: and that's one i think one of the things i missed most about this period of this very challenging period of time that we're all going through is that thing of being able to just sit and get a coffee and just like mm. watch mm. as people walk by and they're, you know see the things that they're wearing especially this time of year because
0: yeah because everyone's out and about
1: and also the weather's so much better so you see people putting on like their summer clothes and yeah. there's more there's more scope for variance yeah instead
0: of being like huddled underneath dark colored winter coats exactly yeah.
1: so you only see the same kind of silhouettes yeah. go past you and in the summer you see like some people wearing shorts some people wearing trousers some people it just varies more and that's mm. always really kind of vibrant to see
0: yeah i love people watching and i think actually i get my most of my inspiration from just seeing strangers rocking something that I never would have thought of yeah and I think that's like one of the most exciting places to see Mm. clothes is just on the street you know um definitely yeah and I also think it's nice like when you go to a different city or you go on holiday and to see what people are wearing in a place that's not where you live as well yeah
1: no definitely and uh, you know just see how it evolves when you go I mean, going abroad, for example, just the, the some of the fashions that you see going on in, in like Europe and stuff is so you know the same. There's certain touchstones that kind of mm. always remain the same. Like obviously, are always you always see people wearing jeans. You always yeah. see people wearing. And
0: a lot of places have the same high street shops that have the same stock. Like yeah. so many cities have a H and M or whatever, whether it's here or in Vienna.
1: But I always like the little twist that is very much a, a regional twist that mm. you get when you go abroad. And you're like, oh, I've never, I don't often see people wearing that that type of clothes yeah or that type of clothing or that in that way yeah or that and I type.
0: love like the little kind of street crazes you can get like I don't know at the moment like oversized scrunchies are fashionable I've seen people mm. wearing them on Instagram I've seen people wearing them like on the streets and like those little kind of small details that are kind of I think can end up being quite place specific I yeah. find really fun yeah, yeah, um, yeah and whenever you kind of read about fashion and clothes, like. You find people talk about English style and what that means. And I never really got that before until I kind of, we have been away a few times and been to other like cities and kind of gone, oh, I get it now. Yeah. There is like a more.
1: What differentiates us between. Yeah. Yeah. Between, between us and our, what the differences are between us and other cultures. So, mm. Yeah. And that's always interesting.
0: Have you got an item at the moment that you're currently lusting after? Because I always have a few in my head.
1: <laughs> i don't have a really nice leather jacket at the moment um so possibly like to, to delve into that what kind i don't know yet
0: you mean like a like a classic biker jacket or
1: not yeah probably more closer to sort of a classic biker jacket type style rather than a kind of longer sort of trench coat or like you know uh i'm not gonna be able to name you a ton of different of leather. that's all right coat, that's so i was just interested that was all
0: you are quite a big denim jacket wearer, and you've had the same like Levi's denim jacket one for years, haven't you? And you, I think it's the interesting thing. Like, I often hear male friends say that they hang on to things for like a lot longer than women do. Like, mm-hmm. women clear out their wardrobes all the time.
1: Yeah, so I've got a Gap jacket that I've. Uh, I think that's the one you're.
0: Oh, I thought it was Levi's. It's a no, gap. it's just a Gap mm-hmm. one,
1: but it's just a really nice sort of cut, and it fits me well. It's sort of fitting me for a long time, and I think when you get something that kind of is a bit of a classic a staple a yeah. of a wardrobe and it fits you just in the right way, you're kind of you you you're loath to get rid of it because you're just like there will be an opportunity for me to wear this again, and I will want to wear this again, yeah, and like on. however my fashion changes, I think mm. it will always sit within the sort of parameters of what I'm wearing,
0: yeah, I mean, like when I was you know I read like ah, oh, like buy like classic items and you know then you you can you know buy less and whatever Mm. or buy these staple wardrobe items and I always think boring but actually like now I'm a bit older I've had like kind of plainer pieces that I have had for such a long time because they're really nice quality ones that Mm. are just like classic like a denim jacket like a classic denim jacket cut is like like you know it goes in and out of fashion or whatever and the, the, the slight tweaks to the style but actually it is something that's like fundamentally you can just wear
1: again and again with loads of different things for sure and i think just in you know the world that we exist in now there's so much we have so much we have access to so many more subcultures than we ever have more connected to subcultures than we ever were when i was younger i mean like i was saying before about the idea of looking at you know magazines um for inspiration or or things like that now like literally you know you can go on. you can literally find a message board or a website or something which brings together loads of people that like the things that you like and actually I think there's always going to be pockets of people within the whole world that will always be wearing different things even mm. when things go out of fashion yeah there'll still be those pockets of like hardcore people that yeah. will still be wearing those things which well
0: even if you think about I don't know mods and yeah. like that kind of mod revival in the 80s and now especially i say that living in brighton because obviously there won't be this year but normally there'd always be the mod bank holiday weekend going back to the tradition of the mods and rockers fight um that happened in brighton just
1: seem to have been wearing mod fashion since they were young and mods back in like the nineteen. i love it though
0: i love it and i mean i think you know the same goes for so many different like kind of music genre, genre looks as well mm-hmm. like you see people across the ages discovering it or still wearing it and I think mm. that's so lovely like especially when people are really like detail orientated with their vintage clothes as For well sure. can be really fun
1: like you always see people wandering around there'll always be people wandering around wearing like you know 1970s punk clothes and mm. and things like that like the ripped jeans and the jackets and the patches and the studs and all of that stuff That there'll always be people on the street that will I have found hope so. I
0: wonder if they will in like 100 years time (laughs) well I reckon so I hope so that'd be nice
1: you don't see many people dressing up as a you know like Victorian person I suppose but you do do get some now well I
0: guess steampunk's like almost a kind of look at that isn't it it does reference some Victorian things yeah it'd be interesting if we had a Victorian revival they did Mm. have one in the 60s mind you yeah that's true (laughs) how did you want to dress when you were a kid
1: what sort of age
0: you pick an age just pick
1: an age okay cool I think just when I was a uh, when I was really young I was like I was super, like the only thing I really did outside of going to school was just like play football so I think when I was a kid I was always like really into like football kits and like just you know dressing kind of English sporty yeah um, and then and I think so I think like when I was a kid that was kind of more what I, I kind of wore and I, I you know I, I think as well I wasn't as much into fashion then as I am now as a kid like that wasn't a big part of my childhood or my upbringing Mm. really you know to you know go to stores and um look at clothes I was was having a conversation actually with my my mum about this the other day and I said you don't really enjoy shopping as in the the process of going out to shops and looking for clothes and things like that and she was like what made you say that and I was like well you just haven't have you because like I remember when we were a kid when I was a kid growing up it would be a case of Right, we need to get you a new pair of trainers. We're going to take you around four or five shops, and you need to find a pair of trainers. Boom, bang, bosh, out of the shops, and then mm. that's it, done. So, the idea that you would ever
0: luxuriate, take
1: time to go and look at different things and things like that—it was always like there's a time, there's a time limit. You have to find something, and if you don't find something, then you're not going to get something. Mm. And, and and so, I think, as a when I was growing up, it was it, it was more kind of anxiety attached to clothing <laughs> based on the Time frame that was put on things, so I just kind of tend to just go eventually, oh, I'll just grab something for the sake of yeah. doing it rather than going, I really love these and I want these. Yeah, and, and occasionally, obviously, you go into a sh- like everyone does, you go into a shop and you just happen to find that right thing at the right time. Yeah. Like, I had a pair of like high top red converts, um, like baseball uh boots when I was a, a kid and I absolutely loved them, and that, that was like a total win, mm. but like, yeah, that wasn't always the case and sometimes mm. you just end up with like I don't know something from like top 24 or like blacks or something because that would be were they um... like
0: camping shops
1: sometimes that's it would just be dependent on like if I need a winter jacket or yeah. whatever like then I'd go there sometimes it would go there it just vary depending on what I was looking for really
0: because mm. you grew up here for the most part didn't you mm. near Brighton and for me growing up rurally like the chance to be able to go to like big shops as in like high street ones mm. and see things was like so exciting because mm. the you know there's less uh eclectic taste and style and yeah. kind of uh imaginative style well there was where I grew up in the in the countryside less options less variety yeah. As well. yeah yeah so for me it would have been like the hugest treat in the world to be able to come to Brighton and look around the shops <laughs>
1: yeah and that's the thing you you get spoiled I guess by what you have around you and you that's all your frame of reference is although I was fortunate in that respect. I also maybe took it a little bit more for granted than I perhaps should have done because <laughs> I lived here, so it's what I knew, yeah. It's...
0: Sometimes you've talked about like, oh, I want to wear that when I get a bit older, which I think is like a really interesting mentality. Is there anything in particular like you're thinking, oh, in 10 years' time, I'm going to dress a bit more like that or anything? Because I do that as well. Yeah, I mean,
1: I, I was I was thinking, you know, I think one of the things that we've discussed before is just wanna, wanna, I I'd like to start incorporating sort of some slightly modish elements I guess into into the into my attire and stuff that's a little bit more cut for myself uh cut like more closely cut more, um, more fitted more fitted yeah um, and you were saying
0: about tailoring as well weren't you
1: yeah so yeah one of the things that I really want to get hold of as well is like I, I feel like I don't know where I have this idea from but it's just something I've got in my head and now can't can't get rid of it but i'd like to wear in like a properly tailored suit at some point because i've always had like off the peg ones from like you know top man or whatever like the the hundred quid suits that you normally buy in mm. like those those kind of shops but i'd like to get like a really nice suit that like properly fits me well that like hopefully you could have for like you know a really long time yeah. again it goes back to that thing of but like something that you feel good in that you like you put on you are like oh i feel good in this rather than because i always think when you get sometimes when you get those off the peg suits they're always a bit just like oh well maybe the cuffs are a little bit too short or maybe they're a bit too big in the shoulder Mm. because i'm quite a narrow slim guy like it's quite hard to find off the peg suits that like are cut for a person your size Mm. unless you're like a real kind of standard fitted standard sized person you know
0: I don't know if standard size people exist, I think. <laughs> I mean the, the yeah. standard
1: size mannequins they may be using. Yeah, you're just lucky that you're
0: in the absolute right shape for That's what I mean. A yeah. top man suit, yeah. Definitely. I mean what a luxury to have like a something that's made for you. And obviously like Taylor's got a really rich history in the UK. Yeah. And we've very much enjoyed looking at like vintage suits together, mm. haven't we?
1: Oh always, yeah. And and vintage less for me, but vintage dresses and, and things <laughs> like that. But I do enjoy looking at like all of yeah looking at vintage sort of fashion in general is always Mm. sort of really interesting Um, as a bit of a history sort of buff in general I kind of always like seeing the human side of it where it came from and what inspired people from different generations
0: yeah totally and I think also stuff from history it really makes you realise where some of the shapes are coming from with things that are like out in high street now yeah if you could only wear one thing for the rest of your life like what would it be like one outfit like wear the same thing
1: the same thing every day yeah you're gonna say you already kind of do but uh... <laughs> i didn't say that <laughs> no no i think if i was gonna wear like one outfit i'd like to wear have like a really nice sort of comfortable pair of uh sort of trainers um maybe like uh, a pair of like I'm really enjoying my Vans slip-ons at the moment which have got Snoopy's on them which is fun so Vans
0: slip-ons are like are some of the, the most convenient shoes and
1: comfy shoes and easy to take on and off oh, and they're like just, great. just yeah there's none I'm of those there's no missing mine there's I'm no, perished there's no messing about with them so yeah those i guess a pair of like uh, black slim fitted or skinny fitted jeans uh band t-shirt and a nice belt i think that's probably what i would wear <laughs> no jacket <laughs> well I really like it when I wear a black pair of black jeans and when then rock the blue denim uh, my blue denim jacket I think that that's quite a nice Yeah I outfit. love
0: black denim and blue denim together yeah. there's
1: something really pleasing about that combination Yeah I really like that so that that's that's the, that's the outfit I think when, when I put that on I feel like most comfortable and, mm. and most like confident it's kind of you always say about sort of pajamas and stuff and I'm not really a pajama person I know that you know when you're kind of night nighttime, you like to kind of put on your pyjamas mm. and like the ritual of going to bed and like for me like a pair of black jeans a t-shirt and like even like a denim jacket like to me is as comfortable in my head i know that's a really weird thing to say but it is
0: just bizarre because no way is that as comfortable as
1: pyjamas <laughs> it's just t- to me <laughs> the
0: fabric's aren't as soft and the, all the thick seams on the denim but yes each yeah. to their own
1: but i yeah so like to me that's that's really comfortable and not just comfortable from a from that like say how it feels against your body but mm. like comfortable in terms of how i feel it within myself and what gives me confidence mm. i feel like casual which means that like you know don't don't need to take me too uh too seriously or take myself too seriously but at the same time like you know still look good
0: yeah you think like your confidence in what you wear has developed over the years.
1: Oh for sure. I th- I think, you know, since you know there are things that I have worn that I don't think I ever would have worn when I was younger like that um that kind of crazy patterned shirt I've got which has got like blue, pink. oh it's
0: almost like an Aztec Yeah, like Aztec 80s like print. Aztec amazing. print
1: and uh like I wouldn't have had the confidence I think to wear that when I was younger because I think it's especially hard as well when you're at things like school and stuff like that, you know, sometimes when you're Do stuff that kind of stands out, that can kind of mark you out, Mm. which is really unfair. So you try and find that balance between like doing something a little bit different, Mm. but like not doing anything that, you know, gets you.
0: No, no I almost feel like you spend a lot of your childhood Childhood like being like don't notice me and then like when you get to an adult you're like notice me yeah
1: exactly <laughs> or I think like as you, when you become an adult you're just like I don't care anymore like you know you've kind of had that when you're a kid you're just trying to fit in because you're trying to develop who you are as a person but as you get older you're just like well I am who I am and you know what yeah if I want to you know wear a tutu that's totally fine too yeah see
0: I don't think I'm quite there yet like I you know you can still walk into somewhere and feel incredibly self-conscious about what I'm wearing that doesn't stop me from wearing things but I still get that feeling and I think
1: I think you're really confident um in terms of the the things that you wear and you always give me a lot of confidence and have give me a lot of confidence to to push my boundaries in terms of what I wear because Mm. I see you know sometimes when you're not confident about wearing something but do it anyway and mm. you're just like you know it kind of gives me the strength to go well why why shouldn't I do that and why, yeah. why, sh- why shouldn't I you know have the confidence to try something new and you know who cares what anyone mm. says about
0: you know? But that's what I'm saying, though. It doesn't take confidence. Like I wouldn't describe myself as a particularly confident person at all. Mm. With your clothes, they bring you pleasure, and it bring a certain item or a certain look brings you pleasure. Whether you feel like you've got the confidence to wear it or not, you still can wear it. Do you see what I'm saying? Like just say fuck it and put it on. Do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, totally. I understand. I totally understand what you're saying, and, mm. and like that, that that totally applies to me um, as well. I think.
0: I think as well, like you were saying about. Being at school and wanting to blend in, and those scars run really deep. I think as well.
1: Yeah, I think everyone has scars from from mm. school, and I don't. By no means am I alone in that. But I think that's it's interesting. We think about all the things that influence in terms of being proactive in terms of what we can wear, but actually, there's also the things that influence in terms of what we can't wear. Yeah. And actually, I think you know that's the thing. I've I've kind of as I've got older, I've kind of realised or kind of become more comfortable in is that you shouldn't really and now as you get older you you know you've got this opportunity to you know literally do whatever you want your parents can't say to you anymore (laughs) what you're doing going out dressed like that you you know no one no one can restrict you except yourself and that comes with its own challenges yeah that's one that's that's only one person in comparison to many people when you were younger and I think mm. that's what kind of frees you up a little bit um in, in my case mm. or frees me up
0: that makes me think of um the advanced style book and documentary you know all those wonderfully dressed colorful more mature women I oh the documentary yeah, 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 yeah. Those like books that like with it. And... She's not part of that, but yeah, like it's it's um,
1: yeah, sorry, people I mean, that over matter?
0: the age of I don't know, I think it might be sixty, yeah, generally that are a lot more mature, mm. all looking fabulous. Mm. And before that, there hadn't really been like a lens kind of uh, put on that part of part of dress in later life. Um, no. But a lot of them, a lot of the photographs are like really flamboyant and fabulous, and it gets a lot of comments with people going, "I can't wait to be like that when I'm older." Um and the guy that set it up said, You don't have to wait till you're older, you can do it now kind of thing. Yeah,
1: totally. I think it's but I think it's so interesting as well that like you say they never shined a a lens on it. Um and I think for the longest time, you know, especially when I was a kid growing up, the impression was when you got older you'd kind of start dressing in a lot of grey and a lot of beige Mm. and a lot of sort of those kind of colours. And I just think, like as ge- as we see more generations get older, that's going to all be done away with. You're going to see more and more older people being a lot more experimental, trying a lot more things, just because we've been exposed to so many more styles. You know, uh, you know, as each generation get you know p- gets older and mm. gets into their old age, they'll have all experience more styles, because obviously fashion is still regenerating new concepts, new ideas, and mm. obviously as people get, and then all the stuff in the past will still exist. Mm. So. You know.
0: I do wonder, like our mums have both said, I think that there isn't a lot of focus given from um, sh- clothing shops or designers uh, on that age group of like 50 upwards. There's kind of like a teenage market, young women market, mm. but there isn't a lot available that's for that area.
1: Oh, no, totally, yeah. Mm. I-, I completely agree. Um, I think, but I think again, what with. You know, along with uh, the idea that, you know, we're now having plus size models and we're having more older models and models are sort of varying mm. in I terms mean, of
0: personally I think it's too little, too late, but yeah, there needs to be more growth in that direction, hundred oh, percent.
1: F- oh for sure. Mm. And you know, that that should have progressed a lot sooner. Um, but I, I still think it's they're all growing markets and those are all things that will yeah. grow.
0: My fear is a lot with those things like that those models whether they be plus side or older or more alternative models Mm. is used as like novelty this is a very cynical view it's used as like a novelty selling value and isn't actually about the longevity of promoting um inclusivity do you know what I mean totally
1: I mean I think the interesting thing is that you don't often get for example you know there are designers that Design clothes for you know in their range for plus size, but like you say, it's it sometimes feels more like a an afterthought or, or like a, novelty, a novelty, novelty selling thing. Yeah. But I think ultimately, if you, I guess if you get those things existing in the world, then people will spend yeah, hate more time thinking about those right. things, which then you get designers that mm. may specifically start targeting like designers that are like, I'm going specifically look at like how I can best do clothes because i under, you know that's something i'm really focusing on like older fashion for older people and putting more of that stuff out there and mm. i just think that maybe will be good. Yeah, fashion
0: yeah. definitely needs to be
1: it needs to m- progress. More inclusive please. More inclusivity, definitely.
0: Do you think clothes can enhance your life?
1: Yeah, massively. I think they enhance your life in terms of how you feel about yourself and the self-confidence that you you that they give you wearing an item of clothing can I don't know you can wear an item of clothing out in a bar and like I don't know a a girl can see you across the bar and go like that's a really nice item of clothing and then you know that can strike up a conversation Mm. you know and that could be a real lasting relationship or a nice partner of any you know description some Um, of
0: my best friends like I met them because I like what they were wearing and I was like hey I like your top exactly
1: (laughs) so like you know relationships start from from an item of clothing just that sparks a conversation doesn't it yeah and it's, and it's
0: almost like tribal that thing of yeah. like I don't know going back to the band t-shirts yeah. like oh they like that band me too you know it's, it's like tightening. it gives off messages doesn't it about who you are yeah it's
1: a, it, it expresses your personality your likes your dislikes it expresses um, your inspirations all of those things that kind of come out through the clothes that you wear and I think they really enrich your life because you know you can just look down and go oh god you know that you you. I don't know. Maybe the weather's really dark outside, and it's really cloudy and miserable and gloomy. And you look down. You're wearing a bright coloured shirt, and that burst of colour can just make give you that little boost of the day, like in mm. terms of a morale boost.
0: I can be having like a really shit day, and I look down at like I don't know. I'd be wearing like my favourite pair of shoes, and I'll be like, but I've still got my nice shoes on. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll be like, you. everything's rubbish, but I've got my nice shoes on. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: exactly. That one thing that you have bought that new. That new thing that you brought maybe like in the last week and you just look at it you know, a week later and you're having a bit of a low day and you look down at it and just go, these shoes are fucking great. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. Shoes
1: for the win. Shoes for the win.
0: Do you have any advice for giving less shits about what people think of what you wear and how you dress?
1: I think the biggest advice that I can give people is to uh, to not focus so much on what other people think about what you wear and focus more on what you think about the clothes that you're wearing and Mm. I think it uh we have watched a bit of Marie Kondo um in the last year or so but that thing about like does it give you joy and I think yeah you know if you love it you should wear it you know and if you you know if if you like that item of clothing and that brings you joy then you know who who is anyone to to stop you and I think even if someone expresses a negative opinion about what you're wearing, you know, if it's somebody that's close to you, then that's not really a nice thing to say to somebody that you're close to. If it's somebody, just a random person in the street, well, their opinion shouldn't impact how, you know, shouldn't change how you dress because mm-hmm. they they don't know you, they don't know where you've come from they don't know your inspirations they don't understand the choices that you're making and I think you just have to you just have to put all of the the baggage that can sometimes come with life to one side and just look at it from a very simple question of do I love this item will wearing this item bring me joy
0: totally that's a really lovely way to leave it and I mean for years I used to have pinned on my wall forget the rules if you love it wear it so i'll leave you with that thank you so much for listening again guys and thank you rich for chatting to me in our little kitchen today do you want to say bye
1: goodbye everybody it was lovely having a chat with you
0: yay thanks guys have a fabulous day bye Thanks so much for listening to The Threads Podcast. My name is Chelsea Matney and I am part of Pop Heart. You can find more of our work on our website, Twitter and Facebook at Pop Heart UK. Please also look out for all things that Cast Iron are doing across all their social media.